Welcome back, everybody, to Judging Nerd Culture. I'm Ollie. And I'm Jess. And today we're here to talk about an actually new movie instead of, <laughs> you know, something we've uh, known about for eons. Uh, you're going to have to tell me, though, what's the name of this movie? <laughs> it's called Ready or Not. Okay. I keep wanting to call it Hide and Seek because that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's what, uh, what the... happens in it. Uh, yeah, I, <clears throat> I think I looked up Hide and Seek multiple times. And just kept getting some old movies from like the 90s or the 2000s or something. Mm -hmm. And every time I was like, no, damn it. I don't know what movie, <laughs> what the name of this dumb movie <laughs> is. But uh, but yes, we're here to talk about Ready or Not. <laughs> <laughs> Almost forgot it again. Uh, geez. So, name aside, I, this is a pretty okay movie. Just, yeah. Yeah, right off the back, it's a pretty alright movie. I liked it. Yeah, it's a... Uh, I don't know, a th uh, horror, thriller, funny movie? Uh, I would say it's more like a dark comedy. That, that seems fair. Dark, our dark, dark comedy. I know there was a few parts where I just was dying. It was laughing so hard. <laughs> <laughs> so this is a rather new movie, being as it is still in theaters and came out like a couple weeks ago. So we're not going to get too in detail about everything plus the step-by-step -step plot is nothing i don't know i feel like if you're gonna click on this episode and listen to it you're expecting spoilers okay yeah there'll be some spoilers like the ending we're gonna spoil that we're gonna spoil the ending hard because i want to talk about the ending because the ending was pretty good <laughs> but like uh like every second of it probably not gonna be something we go through considering it's she went to hide here. It didn't work out. She went to hide here. It didn't work out. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, this movie starts off with main character, lady. Any idea what her name was? Um, Grace, I believe. Damn, you're so good <clears throat> at this. Yes, so Grace is getting married to Douchebag A. And they're having this big fanciful wedding because he's mega rich. And she's no one from like a foster care system or whatever. So they're, she's joining the family and they're doing an extravagant mega wedding at their estate grounds or whatever. Yeah, it's like old money rich. Oh yeah, old, old money. Mm -hmm. Apparently in the canon of this, of this universe, this is the family that came up with all of the board games to ever exist. Which doesn't seem like that would give you a bunch of money, but also it does. Because there's a billion <laughs> different monopolies. Uh, apparently, the grandfather started out by making playing cards, and then just developed from there. Yeah. Now yeah. they own like four football teams, and <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, a fun fact: that's how Nintendo started off. They made uh, playing cards that were used by the yakuza for gambling, and then they became Nintendo. Somehow, there's a lot that I don't know in the middle, <laughs> but I know that that's the beginning. Uh, yeah, they, they have their fancy little wedding and then, uh, they're gonna, you know, have a good night, a good honeymoon, I suppose. Uh, except the, there's a little bit of a, of a snag. They have a little bit of a ritual they have to go through first. Just some silly family traditions. And, uh, they guide her to the family room where they all sit around in a circle and it's, hella creepy but it's the kind of creepy that crazy rich people might actually do where they have like 
a house so big there's hidden passages for the servants and they just have a meeting room where they all sit in a round table and talk about their strategies for making their empire bigger. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Uh, but the the dad starts to explain some of the, the backstory about, you know, the family explaining that the grandfather, was it the grandfather or the great-grandfather? I think it was like great-great-grandfather because it was, it was old. It yeah. was the beginning of playing cards. <laughs> True. That's fair. Uh, yeah. And uh, that's that's where that whole backstory came. But also it in, the, the backstory started talking about some of the more uh, mystical part of it with um, some magical man named something. Mr. LaBelle. Mr. LaBelle. Damn. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know how you remember any of these things. Because we literally watched it. Like a day or two ago. Okay, yes, but I'm god awful with names. <laughs> so uh, the the great 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 grandfather made a deal with Mr. LaBelle to become hella famous, and uh, that required some you know weird deal and agreement, basically a deal with the devil sort of situation, and the deal is that whenever someone joins the family. They have to put a card in a box, open up the box, and whatever game is printed on the card is a game they have to play through the night. And uh, apparently, there are multiple games you can play. A couple of them have played chess and backgammon and dumb, 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 dumb other game. But uh, unfortunately, hide and seek is the one that she got. And that's the one in which you have to run away and try not to get murdered by the family. But they don't, they don't tell her that. Mm -mm. They're just telling her it's a regular old hide-and-seek game. Um, her newly wedded husband is extremely upset and distraught. Mm. Um, he didn't tell her anything about this. He told her they would have to play a game. But I think he was betting on not her be. not getting the hide-and-seek card. But she did. Mm -hmm. And he told her... To meet him in his bedroom and they could get away somehow but that ends up not happening go figure and okay this is, this is the thing i want to get into before we, we continue on the the husband in this his whole motivation is just like well i didn't want to tell you because like you if i hadn't married you you wouldn't have you know stayed with me and if i had told you you probably wouldn't have stayed with me either and it's like bitch i don't want to stay with you like your family's cursed and the devil. <laughs> yeah. Um, going into the marriage, knowing that I could potentially have to play that hide-and-seek game, I wouldn't do it. Yeah, no. We would just have a, I don't know, unwed forever relationship if that was the case. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> just make him write a will with you, with you inheriting his shit. And you're good. You're golden. Yeah, but, I mean, now they're married, she can have his stuff without all the hassle. <laughs> without all the hassle. <laughs> aside from, you know, the murder night. Yeah. Just that one hassle. Uh, and you find out that, you know, some of the other members of the family, they have, like I said earlier, gone through this, except their games were much easier. Yes. And apparently this hide-and-seek <clears throat> shtick is uh, actually pretty uncommon. It's only happened one other time since Alex, her husband, um, since his mom joined the family. 
Um, at the beginning of the movie, it begins with two little boys running down a hallway and a man running after them, but he's like bent over holding his stomach. It's It looks kind of creepy, like maybe they're running away from him, maybe he's a bad guy. Um, but they end up, one of them hides in like this cupboard and the other one stands in front of the cupboard and is like going to be a distraction or a decoy <clears throat> and when the man shows up you see that he's been stabbed or something he's got a puncture wound mm -hmm. and he's bleeding profusely <laughs> um and he's asking for help and that's when things get a little weird and you're like what's going on like going into the movie you kind of know what's happening but you're not really sure why this kid is doing what he's doing mm -hmm. um and his name is Daniel. The one in the cupboard is Alex. Yes. Um, the future husband. So, <clears throat> Daniel yells, he's in here! <laughs> and so, all of the other family members come into the room and they end up shooting him with arrows and he dies. Um, but you see a woman in a wedding dress screaming because she doesn't want her newly wedded husband to die. Um, and then fast forward to the future... And Alex is getting married. His wife draws the hide-and-seek card. And Daniel is just a... He's a drunk. He's an alcoholic. But you can tell he's this way because he hates everything. <laughs> and he does not want to be there. And he does not want to play hide-and-seek at all. Mm -hmm. He just hates it. Alex... Not Alex. Daniel is my favorite character, hands down. By, by far. <laughs> like, Grace is cool. She's, she's the lead character. And she's great. But Daniel, old Daniel, he stole the show. <laughs> it's, it's good. Uh, <clears throat> so yeah, Daniel doesn't want to, you know, be a part of any of this, but he's very much the reluctant, I'm going to do whatever mom and dad say because I'm the most hated child and I'm just going to live here and be here and whatever. And like, he hates his wife, apparently, and they have a real strained relationship. It later on revealed that he explained to her, this whole thing before they got married and she was just like i'm in yeah um she said just like it, it seemed as if she came from a really horrible upbringing or like maybe she was real broke and wanted this amazingly rich life filled with whatever she wanted um so she was like well <laughs> if i have to maybe die eh, okay wouldn't be that let's bad, do this. I guess. <laughs> yeah uh, I think, I don't know, it was some rich, rich, rich lady was like, hey, marry me, but, like, there's a chance you might get murdered because of this reason. I'd want to know how many other games are included, mm -hmm. just to weigh my chances, and then maybe. If there's enough, <laughs> if it's every game, if it's every game, I might consider it. Because that seems unlikely. That's yeah. just really bad luck. <laughs> and also, I might have a chance to not die. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but yes. Grace, unfortunately, uh, has not a whole lot of knowledge of what's going on before she actually starts hiding. The The dad only explains, yeah, uh, just don't get caught until morning and you win. And she takes off and then they all start arming and gearing themselves up with the weapons of great-grandfather, whoever the fuck. Yeah, because they have to stick with tradition. So Tradition. They're not going to use any of the cameras they have in the house and they're going to use only old weapons, mm -hmm. old-timey stuff. And, uh... Auntie Creepyface is real adamant about all of that. 
She's uh, actually the 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 wife from the very beginning, the the lady whose husband was murdered. Uh, she went from ah my husband died to I'm so into this. <laughs> I'm the person who's most into this, and she's went max creepiness. Just <clears throat> slicked back her hair into a singular point to look sort of like Hades from the Hercules cartoon, and I don't know, just somehow became a small old lady who just creeps around the corner. Uh, but yeah, she's there. They're, they're all just preparing and trying their best to f abide by the rules of doing whatever was available to them back in the day. Which includes for them, in this weird hunting room, a bunch of guns, some crossbows, a bow and arrow, and a giant <laughs> battle axe. Which was given to the old frail aunt. But she's not really that frail. No, she looks like she would be, but she's not. She's a monster. Mm -hmm. And, uh, but yeah, we see them get ready and talk about all of the, okay, it's time, we have to do this, we have to catch her, we have to kill her, we have to do the whole shtick, or the guy. LaBelle. LaBelle. I was going to say Mo Mose Eisley, but I think that's the name of something in Star Wars. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah, otherwise LaBelle's going to, I don't know. Kill us, take our souls, destroy our empire. Something horrible is going to happen. <laughs> well, to the they family. they talk about other families who have played the hide and seek game and lost, and how after they lost, their house was recorded to be burnt up, and them along with it. Mm -hmm. um, and the cousin or the youngest daughter of the family. Her husband was like, oh, they were just burned up in the fire. And then the dad was like, mm, mm. that's what you think happened. That's what the news told you. Because I didn't actually want to <laughs> tell you what they actually found. Yeah. And, you know, they don't tell us. Yeah, they don't tell us. And so now you see Grace um, kind of tipsy going through the halls trying to find a hiding spot because she thinks this is just a silly game. Mm-hmm. And mind you, it is her wedding day. So, like, it's near the end of the day. She sloshed. I'm surprised she made it as far as she did. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think she the first place she hides is, like, a dung waiter. Dung waiter? I don't dumb. Know. Dumb? Dumb waiter. Okay, yeah, dumb waiter. And she just closes it up and hides in there for a little while. Maybe five minutes before she goes, this is stupid. And just decides to walk out and try to creep around the house. Which, uh, I don't know how long it would have taken him to find her, but that was a mistake. <laughs> she, well, she manages for quite a while until she gets, I believe, to some point in the hallway mm -hmm. and someone shoots at her. Yeah. Uh, well, I think that happened just a little bit after the, the first encounter with her and her new husband. But, uh, yeah, after she you know, is starting to walk around after she gets out of the dumbwaiter. She quickly gets snatched up by Alec, who mm, happens right, to be hiding in, right. like, their wedding room or whatever. And, uh, just, it starts to explain to her, like, hey, so, you know, this is bad, you have to hide here, come, blah, blah, blah. and she's still like, what the fuck, what is all this? This is nonsense. When one of the maids in the house walks into their room looking for an escaped child, not escaped, but, like, a kid who was supposed to be sleeping, but he got up and walked around. And she's looking for him, and one of the, you know, members of the family is walking around looking for Grace. And they see a lady in her room, so they shoot her in the head. Yep, yeah, they assume it's Grace, and they shoot. Yep, and uh, she falls down 
dead and gasping with a hole in her eye in her face and it's real gross mm -hmm. <laughs> and grace sees it freaks out and starts to realize i'm gonna die <laughs> this is a bad time bad day uh the person who shot the maid was the trash sister who is just hopped up on all the cocaine yeah what else are you gonna do when you're rich what else your are you family gonna... sacrifices people yeah, that's, I mean, that's the only option, I'd say. Uh, but yeah, she accidentally shoots his maid, everyone freaks out, they take away the body, and Alex manages to sneak Grace away into the, the I don't know, the in-between of the of the walls. Mm -hmm. It's where the servants all got around in the, I don't know, 1910s or something. Yeah, because you don't want to see people in your own home, you just want to hear them stalking in the walls. That's better rich people and so they're running around through there trying to get her to the exit as quickly as possible she can run away and escape and survive you know the, that whole thing this is when he finally tells her about <laughs> the weird tradition in his family and where he explains all of the stuff like i just wanted you to, to like be with me but blah 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 and it's like wow dude none of that is a good reason <laughs> none of that and at this point instead of <coughs> excuse me instead of telling him you know she wants to leave him and whatever she is freaked out, so she just hears what he has to say and takes his advice. He tells her to uh, go down the hall and take, I believe, the door on the right um, all the way to the kitchen so that she can escape. And he's going to turn off the cameras, or not the cameras, the uh, lockdown system so she can get out. Um, but she, uh, she takes a left. <laughs> yep, manages to get herself into... A sticky predicament uh, as she creeps outside and stumbles upon the family members dragging the dead maid lady and uh, that same coked up sister-in-law just starts shooting wildly mm -hmm. and uh, she's just really bad she's so very bad at shooting people mm -hmm. except maids she's just the sister she's not the sister-in-law well yeah she's her sister-in-law well yeah now. I guess I mean, um, she's part of the family now. Yeah. And then everybody freaks out because she's just really bad at what she's doing. And, Almost uh, shot them. Grace gets away <laughs> again and finds the kitchen. But she stops at the um, the game room again. Mm -hmm. And she grabs a shotgun off the wall with some ammo. She slings it around herself. Massive buckshots. Just these <laughs> huge, um, huge murder balls. But there ends up being one of the like head servants in the kitchen yeah like the master butler mm -hmm. or whatever that she has to hide from yeah their version of alfred but a lot worse mm -hmm. and he's just making some tea and doing some really crappy classical music whistling and moving his hands about and all that stuff and uh she's just trembling there uh you know scared trying to arm this gun so she can escape and uh <laughs> it's one of those like she hides behind a little, I don't know, island in the middle of the kitchen and just slightly walks around it as the guy walks around the other side and just keeps playing this little game of merry-go-round, basically, until eventually she arms the the shotgun and manages to stand up and, ha, get out of my way, I'm getting out of here, and Alex manages to open up the door. So she's she's got her chance. And the guy does not back down he's like no you're you're here I'm, i gotta stop you 
gotta let, you know, the people here do the thing that they're gonna do to you, which, God, they have to be paying him so much money. Mm-hmm. Like a ridiculous amount of money. Uh, but she, t- she shoots him, except it's empty. It's empty. Well, the gun isn't empty. She just put the bullets in, but the bullets are empty. They're just for display. Go figure. <laughs> um, <sighs> so he comes at her with a knife. And she hits him over the head with the teapot he was heating on the stove. <laughs> Which was really funny to me. Uh, I don't know. Some of the gratuitous violence might not be up your alley. But it, in some of these kind of sillier horror thriller movies really tickles me. It just makes me laugh. I think it's really silly. Uh, yeah, they have a little fight. And I think she gets away, doesn't she? Uh, yes, yeah, she gets away. Mm-hmm. Um, do you remember what comes after? I'll be honest. No, I don't. I think she's running, and she gets back to a dumbwaiter. Oh, yes. Oh, my God. She gets yes. back to the dumbwaiter that she had previ- previously hidden, and there's another another maid there, and she's scared out of her mind. She's terrified. Uh, she's sobbing, and when Grace finds her, she's like, I'm not even a maid. Uh... The head of the family, he just likes the way I dance. Like I don't, I don't want to be here, um, but I, I don't want to die. So she starts calling, um, calling for the family members to tell them Grace is there. But when she goes to do that, she pushes the button on the side of the dumbwaiter, and this huge, thick, almost like stone door starts coming down. And they don't, I guess, realize they can just push the button to stop it. Well, I mean, what would Grace do that for? Like, this lady's trying to sell her out. I guess, but it ends up crushing her. Real gruesome. Yeah. Real bad. Not great. Makes a lot of gross sounds. A lot of crunch. Uh, but yeah, that's another maid dead. I think that's all of the maids. Yeah. Um, the At one point, the father is freaking out. He's like... How can this small twig of a girl be killing all of our servants, even Every though one. they have either been killed by the family or killed themselves? Mm-hmm. Oh, there was one other one that uh, when they were all like meeting back up to basically discuss what's going on, uh, the maid happened to walk in as the, uh, I don't know, one of the people who married in was giving his crossbow to the coked up wife of his and uh maid happened to walk in at the wrong moment because she happened to shoot the damn crossbow right through her head so yeah i think it was right through her mouth actually so she's the youngest sister has killed two out of the four servants servants (laughs) um and the other one just died by accident and the other one he's still alive he's just old and has a burn on his face now yeah a real juicy burn but, uh, but yeah, that's that's basically where they're at. They're trying to figure out what the hell they're going to do. Mm-hmm. And uh, they've had a few opportunities to catch her. At one point, she does get, you know, chased into a into the parlor room or something like that. And uh, Daniel gets in there with her. And he's not looking to shoot her. He's just like, hey, this sucks. I'm going to get drunk. I'll give you, like, 15 seconds, and I'm going to say that I saw you here, so, like, get a going. And he starts to count as he's drinking his scotch or whatever. 
one, one thousand, two, one thousand, two and a half, one thousand, just like <laughs> wasting as much time as possible because he's really just not into this. Mm -hmm. And his wife comes in and they end up sharing a drink <laughs> while they're waiting to yell. So, uh, and it becomes real evident. This is the scene where she kind of explains, like, ah, I have a tragic backstory or something. Uh, I'll do whatever I have to to not be super poor again. Mm -hmm. uh, to which I say, eh, whatever. <laughs> and uh, But they eventually call everyone in and they start getting on their way. Uh, I believe that's actually when the second maid is arrowed through the mouth. Uh, which is funny because the maid doesn't immediately die. She just kind of lays there dying with like gross gargling noises coming up <laughs> whenever the creepy aunt is trying to talk about like ah we need to do this otherwise we're all gonna die or something uh it keeps interrupting her so she just goes over to the dying maid and chops off her head and everyone just gags like they're about to vomit because this group of super rich old money people are worthless and don't know how to do anything well just because you're you've been doing this weird ritual for so long i mean you've only done the hide and seek once and not particularly fond of something so gruesome or killing. I guess. All I'm saying is, not that I would want to be on the bad guy side, but if I was, I feel like I would have taken some classes. I feel like I would have taught, got some, myself some training. Just in case. Just in case. I guess. Uh, so, that's sort of what's been happening in the house. What's going on with Grace? I think somewhere around this time after she's escaped once one more time from from the from the group. She's gotten outside. Yeah. Uh she's trying to find her way outside. She's like on the second floor mm -hmm. while uh one of the guy who married in with the crossbow, he's watching YouTube videos on how to use a damn crossbow mm -hmm. because yeah. Yeah. Um her husband, Alex, he was able to turn off the lockdown system, um, but he was found by his dad and Daniel, and he was taken upstairs to his bedroom, handcuffed to the bed, and um, Grace, been a sturdy bed. Grace hears um, the aunt, and I believe the mother, talking about how Alex, he's not, he's the good one, mm -hmm. but... He just needs to realize how important he is to the family because at some point when he was a child, like five years old, he saw Mr. LaBelle sitting in the chair. So to the aunt, this means he's going to lead the family because he's seen the this deity that they've been worshipping, basically. Mm -hmm. um, so the aunt thinks he needs to kill Grace, um, most importantly to make the sacrifice more powerful. Yeah. Bunch of, like, nonsense mumbo-jumbo, which normally is, I would say, is, like, kind of bad writing. But I think the whole point of it is that it sounds like bad writing, is that it feels kind of like, what the hell is well, this? It, well, they know what they're doing. It's supposed to be a comedy. Yeah, yeah. With a little murder thrown in. Exactly. That's what I'm <laughs> saying. Like, like, the intent wasn't to, like, make this seem like a like a grand mystery, but to make it seem like... Wow, okay. Mm -hmm. That's the, that's what you got? Okay, whatever. Next. <laughs> you know, that sort of feel to it. And uh, that, I feel like that's what Grace feels. She's like, okay, I'm going to jump out this window now and get the fuck out of here. Yeah. 
And she does. She jumps out, and it's a real fun scene as you just watch her body go. Yeah. <laughs> she gets back up and gets going, though. Yeah. Uh, she goes to the, the goat pen at this point, right? Yes. She races across the lawn. Um, at this point, Daniel's wife sees her, but misses. Mm-hmm. She shoots, and it flies way, so far above Grace's head, she doesn't even realize that she well, maybe they... died just now. Yep. Um, but she goes to the the stables, um, where they would keep their horses and goats and whatever. Um, there's a few goats in there, not not a lot, and she hides in one of the stalls because somebody is coming. Somebody mm-hmm. with a flashlight. And it turns out, also, favorite scene, this is it. Uh, turns out that the person coming is Jordy. Jordy? Gordy? Jordy? I thought his name was something like that. George. George. Georgie. That's what they called him. I was so close. I was so... How are you so bad with names? Earlier you called Alex, Alec. That was close. And how do you get Jordy out of George or Georgie? Hey, there's just like two letters off. I guess. I I swear. You just spit on me. (laughs) That was disgusting. (laughs) I'm sorry. Uh, But yes, Georgie finds her. And she at first responds like, Ah, Georgie, the tiny child. Thank God. You know, don't worry about what's going on. Blah, 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 blah. Just trying to get this kid to help. Uh, Unfortunately for her, Georgie's a prick and pulls out the gun that his mom had and shoots her through the damn hand. Oh, yeah. He is way too excited to be doing this. But to be fair... Um, he's only like nine and his whole life, his mom, you know, has been raising him in this family where he thinks this is normal. He's heard stories about it. He thinks that this is just a fun game that his family plays once in a while. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, but you know, she just got shot in the hand. There's a freaking hole in her hand. So what does she do? She punches Georgie as hard as she can in the face. And it's amazing. (laughs) (laughs) I I remember this was your favorite scene because you were the only person in the audience to laugh so loudly when this happened. It's true. I yelped a little bit. It was so funny. He's like 12 years old, okay? It was really funny to see him get decked in the damn face. It was so good. I feel like there's something that could be unpacked there. But, um, uh. yep, she punches him in the face, but she also falls backwards. Mm-hmm. Through this weird, uh, I don't know, it looks like it would go to a cellar. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it sort of does. It goes underground into a pit of death. Yeah, there's just a bunch of like slain goats that were probably used for sacrifice. Um, and a couple dead bodies, skeletons, um, one of which is the husband from the very beginning, the guy who had been stabbed and shot with arrows. Mm-hmm. And she's down in this pit of muck of blood and bones and goo and whatever else with a big old hole in her hand. So even if she does get out of this whole, you know, murder party thing, she's going to die of sepsis. Oh, yeah. There's no way she doesn't have some sort of infection. Horrible, um, horrible infection. The ladder that she is... The only way out um, is very old because nobody has ever really used it. They haven't needed to. They yeah. just throw things down there. Because, like, who the hell is going to go down there? Exactly. Um, uh. But it's very old, and she's trying to climb it with one arm. Um, mm-hmm. 
in so much pain. Um, the rungs keep breaking, but she's almost there. She's almost at the top, and the rest of the ladder just crumbles. Um, so she's holding on to the very top with one arm, one <laughs> hand. Real, real powerful stuff. And she's like, I, I, I need to use my other hand. I can't just hold on. Mm -hmm. And she just flings it up. Unfortunately for her, there's a nail sticking up. But, bright side, she has a hole in her hand, so it just goes right through. <laughs> yeah. When the when she fell through the cellar door, um, when it broke, a nail was sticking out. And I just happened to go through the bullseye. Yeah. So, like, at least she's not going to fall back in the hole. It's going to hurt like hell, though. Yeah. But, yeah, she manages to use the pain as a real motivation to climb herself back out and get off into into the woods to try and find her way off of the estate mm -hmm. and uh as she's running through all the trees she finally gets to the edge of the estate and uh finds the fence and tries to get over it but it's one of those like black bar fences where the top is just basically spikes. yeah spikes yeah. looks sort of like uh the white house fence mm -hmm. and she's freaking out like trying to figure out a way to get through it get past that she finds one bar that's like kind of broken and bent a little bit she starts trying to shake it there's a car coming in the distance she's trying to wave it down she's shaking this thing and it finally rips the bar off by by circumstance and the car is coming so she does everything she can to squeeze on through even though there's some spikes on the inside of the of the bars that just like rend her flesh mm -hmm. real gross scene actually oh, yeah. um you see everything as it opens her up and um i'm pretty sure it's just really her back that gets cut open from the looks of it yeah, yeah. um but she squeezes her, squeezes herself through um and as this car is coming by she jumps into the road and it's like you know help me help help but it's um some rich guy in a black car going way too fast down this country road and he yells at her to get out of the way and that's when she <laughs> spouts 25 profanities at him <laughs> as he drives away. Uh, yeah. It was, it was good swears. It was good times. And, uh, <laughs> she just kind of curses, not just at him, but at all rich people to go fuck themselves and for their rich, weird nonsense and decides to, you know, keep running through the woods. Yep. Um, best she got. At this point, the only servant left, the older guy, he is in one of the company cars, like one of the family cars. Um, he knows that she was headed toward like the East Gate or something. Um, so he's going to search that section of the woods by the house and see if he can find her. Mm -hmm. uh, obviously, he, he finds her. And, you know, she tries her best to escape and not get caught. Uh, even manages to wrestle him down once and chokes him for a little while, gets in the car and almost escapes. But she makes the fatal mistake of not running his dumb ass over. Yeah, or at least not strangling him until he was actually dead. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but yeah, she's, <laughs> she's racing away in this car. She uses the, the onboard all-star emergency system or whatever it's called to talk to... Justin. Justin. And, uh, fucking Justin. Yeah really does his best like he does everything in his power to he's help just doing his job man yeah and she's freaking out justin justin help me call the police people are chasing me trying to kill me blah 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 and she's justin's like 
well, okay, ma'am, I'll do my best. Let's see what I can do for you. And uh, obviously she's in a, being a bit impatient. Like, I really, honestly, I blame it on her. She was being rude to Justin. Because uh, Justin says, oh, I see this car is reported stolen. I'm going to shut it down. And strands her there. And uh, she tells Justin to go screw himself. And Justin just isn't a having none of it. Which then we happen upon the scene that I'm really confused about. So she strangled this guy in the field. Got to the car. And I'm assuming she wasn't driving, you know, like 45, 55 down this road. I'm assuming she's driving as fast as she possibly can to escape. Um, so it doesn't really matter if she had gone a mile or 10 miles or whatever. There's no way he could have caught up to her. <laughs> but as she's finishing her conversation with Justin, she turns her head to look out the um, driver's side window, and there he is, the servant man, just peeking in the window. No way is he going to be able to run that fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, he, he makes some record time to catch up to this car. There's a loophole there. There's a, there's a <laughs> plot, hole. plot hole. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's all sorts of goofy, but he, he makes it there beats her up, knocks her out, and ties her up and puts her in the back, and he's heading back to the estate. Calls the, the family on the phone, and yeah. he's like, I did it! I'm so good at being a bad butler! Yeah, starts listening to his opera again really loud. Obnoxiously, Obnoxiously loud. <laughs> he also does the, the, the composer thing wrong. Like, I don't remember how he's supposed to do it, but I know that he was doing it wrong. That's all I, re I remember enough about theater and and banned to know that not to know what is the right thing to do but to know that that wasn't the right thing you know what i mean <laughs> yeah but anyways he's just having a ball just yeah celebrating with my music and the family's still on like facetime basically and uh they're watching as grace wakes up in the back seat and yelling at him but he can't hear them because of all that music and they're just watching as she kicks him in the skull so damn hard that he just passes out in the car goes out of control and flips over probably my favorite scene or one of my favorite scenes because when she kicks him you can see the whole family just react to it <laughs> yeah. like it's some sort of fail video <laughs> it's pretty great yeah because they're all just huddled around the dad watching it on his phone <laughs> it's, it's really good it's a lot of fun uh like that's the thing this movie is a lot of fun like, I'm not sure if it's the best or whatever. It's not, you know, uh, anything that's going to... It's not going to win any awards. But it's damn pleasant. Mm -hmm. Kind of gruesome. Um, yeah. I did have to look away a few times, especially when um, she's climbing out of the cellar with her hand. But mm -hmm. So that's the thing. Like, uh, I look away during, like, suspenseful horror movies where something's going to jump out and, you know, scare me. You look away during the gruesome... Well, I don't like body horror and mm -hmm. things to do with, like, like Hostel and Saw, disgusting, horrible, awful movies. The only people who watch those, in my opinion, get off on watching gross things happen to people's bodies. Fair um, enough, fair enough. I uh, prefer the paranormal stuff or, like, spooky, scary stuff. I don't really like slasher films and I don't really like body horror. No, that's fair. And I don't like any of it. 
I just am less likely to get freaked out about like the body horror stuff. I'm just kind of like, oh, okay. But uh, but yeah, they they you know flip off or flip off. They flip the car right over as it goes off into the side of the road, and she blacks out. Luckily for her, she was already strapped into the to the carb seat belt or whatever. And Daniel finds her in the woods. He was apparently just trying to get away. Not from anything, but just, you know, get away from it all. Uh, but he found her, crashed the car, and there she was. And, you know, he's going to do what he's got to do. Well, they have a kind of sweet moment where she's telling him he's a good guy. He can get away from this. He doesn't have to do what his family has taught him to do. Um, and you can tell he do he doesn't want to be there. He wants to believe her. He wants to think that he can leave the family and everything will be okay. Um, he'll get better, become a better person. But you can also tell that, like, he's already accepted that, like, everything is a failure and death is inevitable and <laughs> he's... He's given up. Yeah, he's, he's sort of weak, like willfully at least. Mm -hmm. He's just like, I'm just going to keep doing what I've been doing, what people have been telling me to do. Uh, so he whips her in the face with the butt of his rifle, knocking her out. Mm -hmm. And uh, when she wakes back up, she's like in, I think it's the in the room they started, started the game in. Yes, in the, the uh, game room. Yeah. She's on the table. Mm -hmm. Strapped <laughs> down to some weird pentagram style table ready to be ritually murdered yeah everybody is wearing a robe they're about to chant they are chanting yep they're drinking some weird wine or something mm -hmm. passing it around um while all this is happening um alex is still in the bedroom but he's trying to saw at the um frame of the bed yeah to get out with the handcuffs mm -hmm. Because they tied him around a part of the bedpost that he could wiggle his way through. Apparently, he wasn't strong enough to just fucking break it, but whatever. It was like solid wood, Ollie. Yeah, but like at the joint of the thing. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just saying adrenaline. If he had loved her enough, he would have found the power of love to break through his bondage. Handcuffs are not sharp at all. <laughs> That's true. Uh, but he still managed to saw his way through <laughs> the wooden bedpost. Honestly, I think that was probably harder to do than just breaking it. At least I think so. Maybe. Well, whatever. But uh, anyways, he he manages to escape, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, he starts running, trying to find her. And it seems like maybe he's going to be able to get there to save her before they murder her. Mm -hmm. uh, but he doesn't. Instead, everyone starts puking. Except for Daniel. Because Daniel is a boss mm -hmm. and poisoned all of them. Poisoned his whole family. Because <laughs> <laughs> he happened to know where he was going to be standing and just passed around the wine and everyone took a drink and just bleh, dying and puking and having a horrible time. Yes. Um, she asks if they were going to die and he said, no, I googled it. They'll be, they'll be fine. They'll be sick for a little while, but they'll be fine. <laughs> and uh, they're, they're at this point running away. He uh, untied her from the thing and they're escaping. Unfortunately, he runs into his shitty wife mm -hmm. and uh, she points a gun at him and it's like, 
all right, I'm gonna do this thing. You're, I hate you, husband. I you wish. can tell that she doesn't hate him, though. Yeah. You can tell that she loves him. She just loves being rich more. Mm-hmm. It's unfortunate, but she takes aim at uh, at Grace. I was going to call her Ruth, and I don't know why. She takes aim at Grace and shoots, and shoots Daniel right in the neck. Yeah, it, if he had been just a little bit over or a little, maybe a little faster and was able to dodge he would have been fine it but it like it grazes him and it gets gets an artery mm -hmm. the carotid artery most likely mm -hmm. and uh yeah he just falls down starts bleeding out and grace says you know thank you sorry blah 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 that whatever she was gonna say and starts running away well i mean i mean she doesn't she, have any other option well she punches out the wife Oh, yeah. Well, that first. She yeah. doesn't... <laughs> she punches out the wife, and then she runs. Then she runs. Um, and this is when Alex comes downstairs and sees that Daniel is dying. And he's able to be with him for those last few seconds. Mm -hmm. And he also starts running away after his brother dies, and he finds Grace. And I believe they have a little, you know, a little moment. And she's freaking out she's got a knife in her hand and... she does not want him to touch her at all which makes sense yes makes perfect sense even though he he hasn't been involved with the with the murdering or with like her being attacked he has like not physically done any of those things to hurt her he still didn't tell her about all of this his family mm -hmm. is still murderers um no prior so warning she's not trusting him. She's probably thinking he's going to try to kill me too. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, he's starting to pick up on some of these uh, subtle hints that she's not having it. Mm -hmm. And he's, again, just, I'm sorry, I didn't, I just couldn't tell you because if you did, you would have left me and blah, blah. And he's just like, but you're going to leave me anyways, aren't you? And uh, it's pretty clear, yeah, she's, <laughs> she's not going to stick around, buddy. No. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, now that Daniel's dead, and he realizes his new wife is not going to be sticking around any longer. He decides to say, fuck it. I'm going to be bad and join the family business. Mm -hmm. And helps her get, helps catch her again, and they strap her down. They're going to do a whole ritual. The sun is coming up. It's almost dawn. If mm -hmm. they don't kill her in the next, like, five minutes... They lost. They lose, and something bad will happen to the family. Mm-hmm. And they're doing the, the prayer, the chant, the nonsense. And Alex has the knife in his hands. He looks like he's still uncertain. Like, what's he going to do? But he just stabs on down. And uh, misses. She, like, jerks out of the way and it stabs into her elbow. Or shoulder. Elbow. It stabs into her shoulder. And she rolls out the way and grabs the knife. And it's just, just going wild. Like, get the fuck away from me, you crazy assholes. Uh... And luckily, she manages to hold off just long enough for the sun to come up. The weird, creepy ant walks over to the window, flings open the curtains, and the sun shines through, and everyone freaks out and reacts like a damn vampire. Just mm -hmm. like, uh, ooh, burn! Yeah. Um, <laughs> and the ant, after nothing happens for a second, she starts yelling at this empty chair that supposedly Mr. LaBelle sits in. And she starts yelling at it like, the sun's still up, but, you know, I'm still going to do this. I don't want to, 
I don't know, leave it unfinished. So I'm going <laughs> to still kill her even if something bad happens. That way you know I'm still loyal to you. Mm -hmm. And then a couple seconds later, once everything seems like it's calmed down, she just explodes into mm -hmm. blood and guts. Yeah, everybody's awesome. really confused because for a minute they thought, oh, the sun's up, nothing is going to happen, I feel fine. Mm -hmm. But then Auntie explodes. <laughs> and then just every few seconds, another one goes pop. And uh, it's it's pretty great. It sort of reminded me in a less funny, I don't know, not less funny, but in a less visually comedic way of... Uh, the Kingsman ending, where all of their brains exploded. Yeah, um, but less visually pleasing. Yeah, this is a lot more blood and guts. Yeah. Um, so after everyone's exploded, um, <laughs> it's Alex and Grace left. And he's saying, oh, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry, please don't leave me. I don't want to die. He's terrified, because he didn't think it was actually going to happen. Mm -hmm. He just decided to go along with it, because he's part of the family now. Mm -hmm. And, uh... He's, but he's, he's, you know, pleading with her like, hey, I'm so sorry, maybe we can still be together, which, wow, okay. Uh, but like, he's kind of just, I haven't exploded yet, I'm the last one, maybe I'm saved, maybe they won't, he was not going to explode me because like we're married and I didn't really want to be part of this, you know, all that stuff. And then he goes, plop, right in her face and just covers her. At which point she's just kind of standing there like, huh, okay. When uh, at one point the in the fireplace fire sort of like flashes out and she sees a in one of those flashes the visage of of the guy Lababadook. and he's just sitting there in his chair real real chill just like hey i've said um his name about 12 times it starts with an l labelle labelle i've said it so many times and you have not paid attention. I, I have paid attention. I just never can recall it. Uh, one of, like, okay. <laughs> for the longest time, right now they're a pretty good, close personal friend for the most part. But, like, for the longest time, uh, our friend Michelle, I did not remember her name for weeks and weeks and weeks upon knowing her. And I felt awful about it, but I always had to ask you for her name. I'm incredibly awful with names i don't know why anyway um so she burns the house down she throws a lantern at the curtain which is probably the right choice <laughs> yeah and uh the cops show up and i'm i'm assuming take her to the hospital she goes home um she is now uh Just, a widower yeah and uh, has tons of money now yeah she's the sole like inheritor of all of this fortune so like horrible night set forever <laughs> and you know isn't it worth it yeah, yeah. probably yeah uh, you know yes let's go with yes <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah uh she just is sitting there on the steps smoking a cigarette like wow this all sucked when the police show up it's like what happened and it ends on just the dumbest joke the in-laws. But it was, like, it was a dumb joke and all, but it was kind of funny. Yeah. It was funny in the sense of, like, ah, of course. That's that's where it's going to end. It's like a dad joke. And, yeah, oh, that was the entirety of the movie. It was a lot more 
gruesome than I actually thought it was going to be. There's a lot more gore and explosions of bodies than I thought it was going to be. And uh, I actually really liked that at the end, it really was a weird curse and they all exploded. It was an interesting twist because at first, I thought going into the movie, it was just going to be his family was insane. Mm -hmm. Um, And then once I found out it was a curse, I thought... It was still just going to be them messing around with black magic, um, or dark magic. Um, I didn't expect it to all be real. Yeah. And, uh, I don't know, it was a fun little twist. It definitely seemed like the, the most likely outcome would have been, like, they, she beats them all, kills most of them, except maybe one. And then the sun comes up, and she and they lose, and she wins, and nothing happens to the, to the people, the the last person, whoever it might be. And it's like it wasn't even real all along. Go figure. But the fact that they're like, no, it was real. Screw it. <laughs> it really adds a little something, I don't know, extra to 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 all of it. Uh, so just final summations right off the bat. I genuinely enjoyed this. It was gruesome and all that, but it was pretty funny. Yeah, I I enjoyed it. I would watch it again. Um, I'd recommend it to anyone who likes horror movies, whether it's like, because it is kind of like a slasher film, but it's also got a real fun vibe to it. Mm -hmm. It's a party slasher. If uh, if at one point it comes out, you know, on DVD or whatever, uh, get your friends together and watch it. And don't be, it's not one of those movies where you watch and you stay quiet the whole time and watch it, you know, intently. It's you're with your group of friends and you go and talk around around it and talk about it and talk over it and laugh at some of the scenes and have a good time with it. Mm-hmm. It's a feel-good horror movie. Yeah. Um, which, to me, that's just all horror movies. But, <laughs> um, so if you're going to get married to someone and they told you you might have of like a one in however many chance that you would maybe have to be sacrificed. Okay, so if it's... If you were in her situation, but you knew the chances of you having to play hide-and-seek, would you do it? So if it, if I if the chances is any more, if it's between one and 50, I'll take it. If it's a one in 50 chance, I'm taking it. You're, you're taking a 50-50 chance. No, no, not 50-50. 1 in 50. Okay. I'm doing it. Because, like, I'm assuming there's a lot of games. There's a lot of dumb games. Like, they were saying backgammon and nonsense like that. There's a lot of games. So if I even have a 1 in 50 chance, that's enough. That's good enough. So that's, like, a 2% chance of not, of, you know, having to do this whole thing. Mm-hmm. That's only 2%. I got this. I'm a medical miracle. I shouldn't be alive. I can do this. So, yeah, I'd do it. But if it's like, I don't know, one in five, no. I'll stay with you for as long as uh, I can, get as much money out of you as I can, and then when you say, well, I'm leaving because you won't marry me, well, okay, goodbye. Yeah. Um, I think it would depend on, like you said, how many games there were and how many chances I had of not dying. Um, and if I loved the person enough to take that chance. Mm-hmm. Also, 
going into it, if I do know ahead of time, like, I can be prepared. I can hide a knife in my shoe. I will be ready to kill a mofo. Yeah. So, yeah. Although, afterwards, if you did kill most of their family, that's going to be a little awkward. If they don't blow up afterwards. So, yeah. It seems like a lose-lose situation no matter what. <laughs> yeah. So, um... Let us know what you would do if you were in Grace's situation. <laughs> Will you take your chances? Do you fight through the night? Do you hope you just get a different game? Well, let us know. You can talk to us on Twitter at CryptoDelta or on uh, Facebook at Delta Crypto Productions. Um, you can also just go to our Patreon. We have Instagram too. You have an Instagram too. Delta Crypto Productions Instagram. Uh, we're going to be posting stuff here and there whenever we can. Uh, especially whenever we play some Tiramaya. We've been doing some playtesting and it's been a lot of fun. So whenever we do playtest, we'll you know throw up some pictures of, I don't know, the board and the, the character sheets and just where we're at. We have a fun little murder board going on with the, uh, with the clues of the story. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, so yeah, if you want to see that, you can go to Instagram. Uh, again, at Delta Crypto Productions. Uh, otherwise, just go to our Patreon and give us a little bit of support. Uh, I'm sure that anyone who's listening to this, I've already listened to this a few times now, but $3 is our smallest pledge, and you can pledge less than that if you want. That's fine. Any amount really does help. At $3, you get bonus episodes that we're going to be recording soon. At $6, you get to request an episode from us. At $9, I believe, you get to... Uh, oh, no, at $6, you get a message out to anyone it's basically the cheapest form of advertisement ever to exist at nine dollars you get to demand an episode from us and at uh twenty dollars you get to be on the show with us minus the video unless you really are just next door to us yeah. uh so yeah that's that's all of our patreon tiers and even one dollar is incredibly helpful we uh you know we're trying to do our best but this takes up a, a good chunk of time. Even right now, I'm going to have to go to work after this because i got to make a living. Yeah. Um, and if you can't um, be a Patreon, that's okay. We understand. Um, sometimes you can't just give random losers um, <laughs> money. But um, you can go on iTunes, give us a five-star review, and that really helps us. It helps our... Well, not really a brand, but it, we're trying. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get there. We'll make it something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah get, giving us that five-star rating and review or whatever else makes it so other people can see us. And if you can't give us any you know, money, we get it. Maybe someone else can. And maybe if you give a little of your time to review us, someone else will see it and they'll be able to give us a little bit of their money and their time. Yeah. And that would mean the freaking world. Yeah, talk about us. Uh, share us to your friends. Um... Hopefully they like us. <laughs> <laughs> and hopefully you do too. It has been a whole lot of fun. And uh, we'll see you next week with something else. See you later. Bye.